happiness is dependent on self-discipline. We are the biggest obstacles to our own happiness. It is much easier to do battle with society and with others than it is to fight our own nature. This is a quote from Dennis Prager. He's an American talk show host. And when I first started in radio, I used to run his show on one of his local affiliates. And I got to sit for hours and hours and listen to him. He's a great thinker. Yeah, he said some stupid things in the past. So have I. But I'm going to link to his show in my show notes. You can get those at pdesmondams.com slash 048. In this episode, you're going to learn how to discover true and lasting self-discipline by figuring out what it isn't about. Once you do that, you'll have a very narrowed laser focus on what you need to do to become the self-disciplined superhero you long to be. I'm Desmond And this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, episode 48. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. Here's Desmond with your Mental Mastery Moment. When you hear the words self-discipline, What do you feel inside? Do you cringe? Do you think, oh, that's hard. That's tough. I can't do it. I don't have the motivation. I don't have the ambition. I need to set better goals and then I'd have more self-discipline. Maybe you feel you don't have the organizational skills. If only you had those. Maybe you've even tried to learn some organizational skills because you knew it would give you self-discipline to push through and do what you need to do to have success. Maybe you feel you don't have the managerial skills, time management, task management. If only you had another tool, another system, then you could conquer the self-discipline thing. Or maybe you're just flat out beating yourself up saying it's because I'm lazy. I'm just lazy. I don't like to do what I need to do. And that's why I don't have self-discipline. Or it's your inability to make a good, solid decision. How many of those items that I mentioned, motivation, ambition, not having goals, organizational skills, managerial skills, laziness, indecisiveness. How many of those do you identify with? Do you feel if you could just conquer those ones that you find you're dealing with, you'd finally have self-discipline? Well, the truth is none of those are causes of your lack of self-discipline. Actually, they're the effect of it. If you go back to episode 39, You'll learn about why we become frustrated and eventually give up on our goals. When we try to change the effect rather than the cause of our situation. You can listen to that episode at pdesmondams.com slash 039. It's all about chasing after the effect rather than addressing the cause of what we want to change. The way you can change something within you is to find that cause of the symptoms that you want to change. And until you do that, you're going to be chasing your tail and never getting any permanent results. To understand the cause, you must first know what is not the cause of the issue. A lack of self-discipline isn't something you're born with. Now, I know a lot of people may have labeled you as somebody who doesn't have self-discipline when you were much younger. And so you think, well, I've just always had this. It's not something you can say is just part of your nature. In fact, when we do say things like, well, that's just the way I am. I've always been that way. We disempower ourselves. We neuter ourselves and we remove our ability to experience real change because we can't change who we are, right? And as soon as we say, well, that's who I am, then we can't change. 
and it's not about that. A lack of discipline isn't about having enough willpower. If only I could just muster up enough willpower to overcome the resistance to action. It's not a matter of building up willpower. So what is it? Self-discipline is something you can learn. First of all, keep that in mind. I can learn self-discipline. And you do that by becoming aware of your subconscious resistance to taking action. This isn't about willpower. In fact, when you discover the subconscious resistance, it almost seems effortless to change it. Almost. (laughs) Definitely a little asterisk next to that word. Almost seems effortless. Uh, It's not effortless, but it is something you need to work at. But once you have the tools in place, it's kind of like the difference between using your fingernail or your, your, your teeth to bite down a tree and getting a really sharp saw. It doesn't become effortless. You still got to saw the tree down. But when you have the right tools, it, it's so much easier. It takes consciously changing your subconscious thoughts and your subconscious elements. And when you can do that, that's when you change your self-discipline. That's when you change the cause of all of those other effects that you identified with earlier. You see, the reality is most of us have been conditioned to depend on someone else for our discipline. Our entire lives most likely have been spent with somebody else providing us with discipline. As kids, our parents are the disciplinarians. Don't do what your parents say you need to do, and your parents are going to make sure you suffer the consequences of your inaction. When you get to school, you're in the same boat, whether it's elementary, secondary, even into college. If we don't do what we're supposed to do, We have someone else who will correct us and impose a consequence. And then most of us become employees of someone else. We're working for a boss who's doing the same thing, giving us the discipline that we need to get things done. You would never, ever think of telling your boss, "Eh, I'm not going to do that today because today I kind of want to go do this other thing. Well, you do that and you're going to pay a price. So you have this person over you who's saying, you will do what I tell you to do. If you're an entrepreneur, you're suddenly thrust into this world where you need to find self-discipline or you fail. At very best, you're going to flounder and you're never going to achieve the best you could possibly achieve. Our entire lives, and this is usually when people like you, and I'm going to bet that you're somebody who's trying to do something on your own outside of a boss or teacher or parent directing you, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, until we get to that point, We never really address self-discipline. Our entire lives, someone has been flexing that discipline muscle for us. They've been flexing their own, holding us up. It's like when your parent lifts you up, get over the water. You never learn to jump over the water because mom or dad are always picking you up and pulling you over the puddle, right? It's when you start to flex your muscles. You start to jump over the mud puddles yourself instead of landing in the middle of them. And that's fun. I get it, but... The truth is our greatest hurdles to self-discipline lie in a few, very few, specific fears that we have. All those effects that I mentioned earlier, and just to review them really quick, those effects are lack of motivation, lack of ambition, lack of goals, lack of organizational skills, lack of managerial skills, laziness, indecisiveness. All of those are effects, if you remember. And it's our fears that are the causes of those effects. And these are subconscious fears, which can be incredibly subtle and undetectable. We'll detect the effect of them, but we won't detect the fear itself. This is why we tend to see the symptoms as the culprit. 
But once you know what to look for, what fears you need to identify, you'll be able to overcome them. So you need to ask yourself today, which of these fears, and I'm going to go over them, are affecting you? Take some time to examine each one of them and look at which fears may be keeping you from finding self-discipline. And I truly believe self-discipline is the key to success in any area of your life. Now, please understand, I'm currently working on a very in-depth training program, which is going to help you not only discover these specific fears, but going to help you deal with each one of them so you can overcome them once and for all. It's very detailed, and I'm still working on it. But if you'd like to register, I will let you know when it's available. I'll even give you some of the previews so you can get some of the pre-chapters and learn some of this stuff um, all you got to do is register for it at the show notes page, pdesmondadams.com slash 04A. So I'm going to scratch the surface and go over each fear. But if you really want to learn how to dig into these, register on the show notes page, and I'll make sure that you know as soon as this is available. And this is one of the most powerful things. I, I found this author, psychologist, who did so much work on self-discipline. I actually wrote to the publisher and I said this is the greatest thing I've ever found I want to teach this to people do I have your permission they said absolutely and so I've been working on this program it is going to change your life in every single area so go ahead and register again it's at pdesmondams.com slash 04a I'm not going to spam you I'm not going to throw junk in your face and and offer you 47 different things. I'm not even done with this one yet. So once I get it done, I'll let you know when that happens. But if that's something that matters to you, then, uh, you know, do that. And and I promise you this, this was a life changer for me. So let's get into those fears. Which of these fears is affecting you? The fear of failure. The truth is we fear failure more than so many other things because we've allowed our past failures to become our identity. That's not because of somebody else. It's because of ourselves. Now, now, definitely other people have affected that if we failed at something. Some people may ridicule you or mock you for that failure. But we're the ones who allow it to become our identity. And we don't want to risk failure because we don't want to risk having a bad identity because we know that's only going to stop us and only going to impede us even more so than ever before. So the fear of failure is a big one. This one may surprise you, that fear of success. We're sometimes so critical of people who are successful. That's ego speaking. We see somebody doing something right and we assume that they were greedy or they were selfish. And you know what? That's the last thing we want to be. We don't want to be greedy. We don't want to be selfish. And so we have this fear of being successful because even if we know that we didn't get there through greed or selfishness, we're fearful that others will think that was the case. Now think about it though, before I move on. Take a moment and ask yourself, is that the way you think of successful people? You may be dealing with that fear of success because of the way you view those who are successful. And be honest with yourself. Fear of rejection is another one. This is really about being a people pleaser, and this was a big one for me. We set aside what we think is best in favor of what others think is even better for us because we don't want to be rejected by them. Have you ever just done some research into buying a car and then somebody you respect comes along and goes, oh no, don't get that car. That car, man, bad reviews and you should really go with this other one. And then out of a fear of being rejected by them, you follow their advice. In spite of all your research, how many sit and watch TV night after night to appease a family member who wants that for you? 
And you know that, man, I'd really rather read or I'd listen to a podcast or watch a documentary or do something. And instead, you're appeasing them because you don't want to be rejected by them. I know that's a tough one. Fear of mediocrity is another one. This is based on perfectionism. See, we're afraid. If we take action now, we won't be able to do more than a mediocre job because we don't feel we're equipped right now to do more than a mediocre job. We think we need to pause a little bit and get all the facts together and get all the information together, all the tools, all the resources, everything we need to do it perfectly. Otherwise, eh, just a mediocre job. And we have this fear of mediocrity. And the last fear is a fear of risks. Taking risks is about venturing into uncharted, uncomfortable territory. We want to stay in those familiar waters around us. We don't want to risk losing what we're most comfortable with. That is a huge fear for a lot of people. And we have this fear of risk. Again, I'm just barely scratching the surface on these fears, but I wanted to bring them to your attention. And you know what? It doesn't hurt you. Don't feel because this training program that I'm working on isn't available yet, you can't start working on these things. You can. Start to ask yourself, do I have a fear of success? How about failure? Am I afraid of failing? How about rejection? Am I worried that other people around me will think I'm an idiot for doing what I think I need to do? Or are you thinking, ah, perfection or it's failure? And you have this fear of mediocrity because mediocrity is failure. Or maybe it's that fear of risks for you. So spend some time. Think about it. Figure out which one of those is the worst for you. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, fear of mediocrity, fear of risks. Which one's the big one for you? I know for me, a big one was mediocrity. And I think it's because I grew up in a house where my dad prided himself on doing things very, very well. And more power to him for that. I don't blame him for it. But I always thought, well, don't do it unless you can do it well. And I've slowly, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, started to embrace a concept of finished is better than perfect. If you missed that one, it's at pdesmondadams.com slash 047. Finished is better than perfect. And I'm working on it. And I'm going to work on it along with you. Again, just barely scratching the surface on these fears. These go much deeper and on a much more personal level, but you do get the idea on these. I'm also today not going into some action steps that you can take. There are definite things, distinct action steps you can take that will help you overcome these fears where you can reprogram your subconscious mind so that you beat these fears, not with willpower, but with using the right tools. And it, it feels almost effortless when you can do that. But that's a very comprehensive process and one that I do plan on helping you out with. Uh, and, and as soon as I'm done with this, I promise you, and I'm, I'm almost hesitant to mention it, but if you r- register early, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, make sure that you get some previews on it. And I know it'll be beneficial to you. So go do that if you want. I don't want to like sound like a pitchman, but it, I do want to make sure that this is something that you benefit from. So go to pdesmondadams.com slash 048. And if you're so inclined, register for it. I promise you. It's not a spam fest. It's, it's just, I just want to make sure that you have it. If you're listening to this and this resonates with you, register now and then just forget it until it comes out. All right? Easy enough. Here's what I'd like you to do today. If you're like me, you sometimes find yourself surrounded by people who don't really have that same passion you have to be the best you can be. And please don't misconstrue that as meaning they're less than you. Okay? It's just not what they're focused on. They're focused on other things, and that is okay. But you're somebody who is into self-improvement. You're somebody who's always trying to take yourself to the next level. 
And the odds are you didn't just happen to luckily pick the right neighborhood where you're surrounded by like-minded people. And the odds are you're not working in a job where you just happen to be surrounded by like-minded people. And the odds are you don't just happen to have a family of people who are trying to be the best they can be. They're good people. Don't get me wrong again. Please, I, I just really want to emphasize that. Good people doing good things, having great lives. But they don't think like you do about self-improvement and always looking for areas that we can get better in this part of our lives or that part of our lives. But what would it be like if you could have a community like that? A group of people you can share ideas with. A group of people you can encourage and be encouraged by yourself. That's what I want to create on our Facebook page. So I want you to go to facebook.com slash pdesmondadams. Like the page. Let's start conversing. Post some things you're struggling with. I'm going to share them. I'm going to ask other people to participate in that process. And some of you have already done this, and I'm grateful, and we're just starting this process. I realize it's in its infancy. But I want to create a place where people like you and I can come together and explore these ideas. Again, go to facebook.com slash P Desmond, D-E-S-M-O-N-D, P Desmond Adams. And let's connect and let's build a community and let's encourage each other. It's like a breath of fresh air when you're surrounded by like-minded people. And I hope it's beneficial to you. I hope this podcast is beneficial to you. And I do hope that you register to find out about the self-discipline course I'm working on. I'm so excited about it. And it's a, a labor of love. It truly is. Because when I discovered it and when I went through it, wow. And I just, mm, it, it was just so powerful. It changed my life. It really, truly, I don't want to overstate it, but it changed my life. So again, pdesmondams.com slash 048. You can get registered. Thank you so much. I hope you share the podcast with others. And I do, as always. Hope your reach is always beyond your grasp.